Well, welcome back to the <laughs> Bags and Pip podcast. Been a little while, but it has been. Uh, we are Three glad weeks? you're. Yeah. Wow. I think we're pretty bad at this. It's okay. We're starting out. They're more forgiving now. If we do this like. Three years from now, <laughs> won't be so good. Um, but yeah, I this th- is. I think it's more that just less people to upset now than what there could be in three years. I think that's why it's just more forgiving. Or just because we're brand new to this, people are like, "Wow, they're newbies. Let's just love them because they're newbies." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is episode five uh, officially. Finally, uh, normally we would start our podcast off with. Uh, game, but I am just really excited to dive into this topic. So yeah. it's been it's been a topic that's kind of it's been a discovery piece mm-hmm. for you in oh hundred percent growing comfortable communicating. Yeah, so I guess to inform you because we're looking at our computer <laughs> screen of notes here, our topic for today is communicating expectations, and I know that Beggs alluded to that in one of his kind of mini um, yeah. clips with you. But it's something I think for sure, like you've learned a bit about bags. But for me, yeah. like it's been huge learning experience, yeah. something that was definitely like I needed to work on uh, yeah. in my own heart. So um, I might do most of the talking today as it was me who <laughs> did most of the learning. <laughs> and I'm thankful that you are here supporting me. So <laughs> thank you. Um yeah, so I guess um, before we got married, something we talked a lot about, and one of my biggest desires was to be, like, the perfect housewife. I, <laughs> I just really was so excited to be a wife and uh, to have a yeah. home and to make it to make it a home, make it homey with um, decor and just the atmosphere and the, the feeling of the place. So, you know, keeping it clean, cooking good meals, and um, it's something that my mom instilled into me, too, is, you know, you... You make a home for your husband and your family. <laughs> Very traditional, but it's something that was never forced on me or like forced on me by you. I just, I really want to be a housewife. <laughs> However, um, just in this season of life that we're in, um, Beggs is still looking for a job. So he I'm, has... I'm a stay-at-home husband. You are a stay-at-home <laughs> husband. Hopefully not for long. Um, but that's just our season of life right now. Yeah. Uh, he's got school a couple nights a week and volunteers with our youth group and is pretty involved in our, our church on the weekends. Um, but other than that... Uh, My days are, besides homework, it's it's mostly just side hustles. It's, it's pretty much you get to wake up and do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you've been filling that with like useful things. Um, but when I wake up in the morning at 4.30 to leave for my first job that starts at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. I get to uh, kick, kiss bags, <laughs> good morning, and goodbye, and I get to watch him roll over and snuggly, fluggly, <laughs> woggly in bed, and I'm so jealous every time I get to see him. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've, started, I've started getting up with you now. Yes, it's true. So there isn't that same... It's a choice, though. You have that choice, yeah. sir. But it's it's not as bad as it used to be. It's true. Because when we first uh, when we were first married, <laughs> she would leave at five o'clock, and I would. Well, I was working at the golf course then, mm-hmm. and so I had about two, two hours, two to three hours of the bed to myself, and that that was the <laughs> best sleep I got. <laughs> and so, but uh, no, yeah, I've started waking up with her so. Which is nice. I can turn the light on to find my clothes in the morning now, so that's good. (laughs) 
But yeah, so I get up to work. I work um, Monday to Friday, 5 a.m. till about 1.30. And then on a bit of a consistent to regular schedule, I also nanny uh, for a family. So that's immediately after I leave my work at Starbucks. Then I go um, to nanny until um, about 6 o'clock. So I have sometimes 13-hour days and then some days just where I'm working um, like eight and a half hours. Hmm. And so... um, working two jobs and then coming home and wanting to have this persona of being the perfect housewife. I would come home and I want to clean and I want to cook and I want to make sure that there's lunch for you on the days that I come home at 1.30 and mm-hmm. then make sure that there's dinner on those days and dinner on the days I come home at 6. But I've been working a 13-hour day and so um, there was just this resentment that um, had started to creep in a bit because like especially on the days I would work 13 hours and I would get home and there's your dishes from all day are kind of on the island and on the thing on the counter and 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 I will say I'm not a I'm not a person I'll I would leave I wouldn't leave my dishes there and then expect her to do them I may I'll put my dishes there and then after I'm done supper I'll just kind of clean up from from the day yeah your idea is to clean it all kind of at the end of the day yeah Whereas for me, coming home to a clean house or coming home and then cleaning is just a routine that I got into. I love a clean house. I never had a clean room before we got married, but <laughs> after we got married, I had this desire for a clean house. So coming home and then seeing all the dishes, so it was like, oh, it'd be like really nice if he would, you know, maybe think to do his dishes. And then I start to cook supper. I'm like, oh, man, it would be really nice if he would, you know, think to maybe have dinner ready for me. When I got home, since I texted him saying, "Hey, I'm I'm leaving now," or <laughs> whatever else, and um, well, yeah. So what what would happen is she would she would want she would want these things. She she'd want a clean house when she came home. She'd want lunch when she came home or supper as things that would be really nice for her. Which I I totally understand her wanting to do that, but she never like you you never asked. And I'm not saying that is that is an excuse. I'm just saying you you never asked for that. Yeah. And so it was just a continual cycle of she would ask she or she would just do it, wishing that I would think to do it. Yeah. Which got you into trouble because then you started to resent me for not doing it, even which, though you didn't know that I wanted you to. Yeah. And <laughs> so, Kit wives. If your husband isn't doing something and you wish he did it, don't assume that he's thought about it and decided not to do it. (laughs) Chances are he just has not thought about it. He's honestly probably just oblivious and that's okay. (laughs) It is okay. It is something I'm learning that you're legitimately not going to be able to read my mind and that's okay. I just need to tell you what's going on in here because my brain can process so many things at once. Yours can process one thing at a time. So if you're working really hard in your side hustle all day and I text you I'm on my way home, you're like, sweet, she's on her way home. Okay, back to side hustle. She's gonna, you know, I got so much more time to do my stuff before she gets home. Or I'm thinking, oh, I texted him and be home in half an hour. He's going to think to prepare the home for me so that when I get home, it's going to be great. Yeah. But that obviously was not what was happening and so I was really struggling because I was feeling like a failure um 
as a failure of a wife because I would get home and I would be tired. And there's even days that you would kind of get sad at me for napping <laughs> because I was so tired and you didn't necessarily understand my perspective of these are all the things I wanted you to do to help me. Yeah. You're just seeing, oh, well, there's... Well, what would know. happen is she would come home and she'd say, okay, I want to get all of this done. And then she'd go and nap. Mm-hmm. And then she'd wake up from the nap and she'd be upset that nothing was done. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, just if, if you want something done, do don't, it. Don't nap. Like, don't, go don't do nap. it. Go do it. So then you're not going to wake up and be upset that it's not done. So then I was feeling guilty for not cleaning the house, guilty for not having meals prepared for you, guilty for napping after a long week or after a 13 hour day, like working. Yeah. Plus my nannying job, I'm, I'm basically being like a mom while I'm there. I'm cleaning their house, making sure that their house is prepared for them when they get home. Sometimes I'm even helping with preparing meals or just getting stuff ready for them. So I'm doing all of the wife things there. And then when I come home, it's like, I gotta do it again. (laughs) 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 Ah! So um, I actually had a chat chat with our um, mentor, Scott, um, I think two weeks ago. Yeah, someone someone like that. He's the dad of the kids that I nanny. And so... Um, we just were having a bit of a conversation and I was just telling him, oh, like I just, I'm so tired. And so he kind of was telling me about how he prepares on, on the days that his wife, Tia, um, goes to work, he prepares her lunches or makes sure that like dinner is cooked or all these different things. And I was like, kind of looking at him all hopeful. He's like, oh, that, you know, doesn't Jordan do that for you? I'm like, no, really? He doesn't, he doesn't cook for you on the days that you are working like 13 hours? No. He's like, oh, that's really interesting. And I was like, is that something that's like okay to expect? He's like, you didn't actually, you didn't actually ask him to? (laughs) (laughs) So I was, (laughs) I looked at him. (laughs) I'm like, um, no. (laughs) And I literally had this moment where I had to ask him, Scott, is it, is it okay for me to expect those things? I'm I'm just worried that it would be it would be too much to to expect him to, to cook for me, to expect him to even make meals that are just for me and not for him. Like that's gotta be that's too much. That's too much to expect. Scott's looking at me with these wide eyes. No, that is exactly what you would expect. But you need to communicate those things, and, well, and <laughs> well, once you got the courage to ask ask me to do those things, I think the I think the conversation went, "Hey, would you be okay cooking supper and making me lunches every once in a while when I'm gone?" Yeah, for sure. It wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even that. You were way better than that. <laughs> I, I, was, I went over. I went and asked if you would potentially be okay maybe cooking me supper once in a while when I work on those long days and you looked at me and said of course (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked seriously yeah do you maybe want me to make some lunches for you sometimes too and the waterworks like (laughs) tears just started rolling down my face and I I literally I was believing the lie that asking for what I need um, would make you upset. Well, and that's been that's been something that you've been having a hard time with a oh, lot. Oh, totally. Is you, you have a hard time asking what you need and you feel guilty for asking for what you need because you think it's taking away from me. Yes. When mm-hmm. it actually doesn't give me... 
if if I know what you need and what you want, it gives me the ability to serve you mm-hmm. without yeah. with with knowing this is what she wants. Now, guys, there's like there, there's a line. Like I don't think she should have to ask you. Like, hey, I think I think it'd be an okay expectation for you like clean out the clean out the sink when you shave. <laughs> I think that's an unwritten just expectation that there there's some things that clean up after yourself. There yeah. There there is a basicness that women you you should just Girls like, take your hair out of the shower, boys take your hair out of the sink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, Ain't that the truth around here. Yeah. She, she I've literally got a mop on my head. <laughs> I find it everywhere. Oh, that's a, that could be a whole podcast episode. Is my hair everywhere? <laughs> Anywho, so there there are some things that that probably should just be getting done. In if you're a stay at home wife or stay at home dad, there there's probably some things that yes, you're gonna watch the kids if you have them like, <laughs> I, I don't hey, I think... know you're working but I'm kind of tired so <laughs> could you come home and watch the kids so I can take a nap and if <laughs> if you're the one who's working there's there's the expectation that if you need something to communicate it and if you're mm-hmm. the stay at home and you need something communicate it mm-hmm that's I think that's the biggest thing that we've been learning. Yeah. Was learning how to communicate the needs and it's not a it's not a one time thing. No, not at all. It's, <laughs> it's I, a it's a learning process mm-hmm. in general, just learning each other's habits and needs and wants and realizing that a need might be a need just for that day, or that might be a need that is a everyday need or yeah. a once a week need or whatever else and so you can't just assume that you can't assume one way or the other it's um learning to be in tune and aware well but and and then we were having just kind of really small things um you'd ask me to a very specific example was she asked me to clean what i saw was she grabbed two things on the island she was hey can you clean up your stuff from the island that's kind oh, of yes. that's that's how I processed what she was asking. Because I was holding two of your things, yeah. and moved to them. And so I grabbed those things and I went and I put them away, and then I went back to what I was doing. And then she went and she cleaned the everything, other five things of his that were on the everything island. else on the island. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, she got upset that she had to clean them up. So, yeah. So for me, I said, hey, yeah. can you clean your things off the island? Happened to be holding two of them, but there are seven things that were yours yeah. that were on the island. And so instead of her asking me, hey, no, can you actually finish cleaning these things up? She just was, yeah, you just said, okay, here's a... Oh. Hi. No, Siri. <laughs> Siri, no thanks. No. <laughs> no. <But laughs> okay. I'm going to no. I'm going to get this train of thought back. <laughs> Cuz I lost it cuz our cam our camera turned off, so I got distracted for a second. 
Um, <laughs> I was wondering what happened. Yeah, that that happened, <laughs> and so I my head went to fixing the camera, but in at the same time I was in the middle of talking. Okay, so, so I asked you to pick your things up yes. from the island. So I grab my two things, I go and I put them away. I go back to whatever I was doing. Amber then proceeds to clean up everything else that she had asked me to clean up and got upset that she was cleaning them up and then was upset at me because she had to clean them up after she asked me to when she could have just asked me to do it again. And so I, again, that's me believing the lie that communicating to you is going to make you upset because I, the other lie and the other stigmatism that I'm trying to fight against is... I don't want to be a naggy or high-maintenance wife. Mm-hmm. I have heard so many things, seen so many memes or posts just about women being naggy or high-maintenance or expecting too much. I wanted to be the easy, carefree wife. <laughs> like, I don't want to be high-maintenance. I don't want to have too many expectations. Um, so that- when I asked you to do the thing once... I legitimately felt bad asking you to do it again, so then I just did it myself, but I was upset because I was doing all of this cleaning, and you were on your phone. Didn't know what you were doing on your phone. It was important, but I just felt bad asking you again. So learning that if I have to communicate a thing once, twice, three times in a row, if you get upset about that, that's on you. Yeah. And it's okay for me to communicate those things. Or, for example, if I were to ask you to take out the trash, you say, yes, I will. And then you are in the middle of something important on your phone. And then I ask you right away, again, no, can you take out the trash? I I, I need to say, yes, I'm in the middle of doing something. As soon as I finish this, I'll go do it. And so that's that's just something, I, mm-hmm. whatever system you need to, to use mm-hmm. and to figure out, this is just the system that works for us. Yeah. And there's going to be a point where she, I'm, I'm simply just going to be like, oh, she asked me to clean up the island. Okay. She really meant, can I help clean up the entire kitchen? Yeah. And I need to learn to actually say what I mean. So there's even times like this morning, uh, I woke up, I cooked breakfast for us and then, um, you kind of had the chance to get ready a little bit before and then you wanted me to be ready to leave on time so instead of asking you to clean up the dishes so I could get ready I said can you help me yeah with the dishes and that's another thing that we've talked about too is if I want you to do something for me it's okay for me to ask you to do something for me but I don't say I can't say can you help me with this because that's asking you to do half of it and help me at the same time work 75 25 however it works yeah but often what she would do is, she, uh, basically, we're just going back and forth, like, <laughs> highlighting every miscommunication we've done. Which, <laughs> which has been so good, because we're learning! Yeah. And so, uh, she she would ask, hey, can you help me with this? And then, so I'd start doing it, and she'd go off and do something totally separate. Even though, in my mind, it was still cleaning. So, I would ask him to help with the dishes, and then I would go and clean the main you, area. Yeah, and he looks at me... Um, you asked me to help you, so are you going to come do the dishes with me? And I <laughs> look at him. Um, no, like I'm going to clean the living room and the bathroom and the bedroom while you do the small part of the kitchen that I asked you to do. And him thinking, oh, well, I thought you asked me to do this with you. Like, yeah. I was helping you. So, again, just some of these things we're learning how to communicate with our our language, um, even body language, yeah. how to actually ask for things 
And so last week was kind of our trial. We, yeah. um, so what we, we talked about um, meals. I talked about just the expectation for not every single day, but on days when I would come home for lunch or days that I would come home after a 13 hour day for suppers. Um, we had talked about the expectation of maybe some of that being yeah. prepared on half the days or. And, and some of it helped where I, so the, the way I work, I like knowing things in advance and being able mm-hmm. to just mentally prepare for them in advance. And so last week we also just communicated each other's schedules. I had yeah. her entire work schedule in my phone. So mm-hmm. I knew when she was going to be home for lunch, when she was going to be home for supper. Yeah. And then you made a meal plan. Yeah. So I was going <laughs> to yeah. talk about that. So, <laughs> um, so I made, so because we had talked about meals, um, I had made a, a meal plan actually for the week. So because you knew what time I would be home or yeah. on the certain days when I wouldn't actually be home, I was nice and I made a plan for you <laughs> so you could have lunches by yourself and know what to cook. <laughs> Um, but then it was great because, um, there was a couple days that I came home and there was, you know, like, like lunch ready when I walked in the door. Like, (laughs) I just remember that first day walking in the door and smelling the food after working and I'm really bad and don't bring food to work with me. I really, really should. But I like I was so hungry when I got home that when I came in the door <laughs> and I smelled the sweet aroma of cooked food. And it was pancakes. It, it was. It was not a sweet aroma. Oh, it was a sweet aroma. <laughs> it was so. I think it was chicken. I don't even care. It was so. No, it was the tortellini and mushroom soup and chicken. Oh yeah. It yeah, was. It was, it was so good. And we just sat down and ate together. And my heart was so full because I felt I felt served. I was fed, and then. I was so happy to help you clean up after because, oh, like I was, I was served in that moment. You had met an expectation that I had. And I was also worried that communicating with words would like lessen the, lessen the, um, I guess emphasis or like specialness of you doing something for me. So I'm worried about that often where if I tell you to surprise me with something or if I tell you to plan a date or if I tell you to do something for me, it's going to lose the sweetness if you didn't, um, if you didn't do it for me out of your own, right? She she had the, the, the stigma in her mind that if she asked me to do it, it wasn't going to be as special and as Mm -hmm. meaningful and it was going to be out of obligation (laughs) instead of out of love and and, serving. Yeah. Whereas for you, it was, you actually knew knew how how to to, serve me. Yeah, And so even what ended up happening is I just kind of got into a routine of serving her and doing things for her. And then so by the end of the week, Thursday, I think Thursday, I just surprised her with a nice, like a nice thing. And then Friday we started, like we've started planning dates. And so Friday we like it. This whole week was like night and day compared to the week before I had had the conversation with yeah. Scott. It was amazing because we, we, we don't have it perfect yet. Not at all. But the communication was so good between yeah. the two of us. We were able to talk about like meals and cleaning. And then because of that, out of that excess and out of that, I think that excess of love that you have for me too, <laughs> you were able to serve me in in other ways and I felt like I was able to respond to you in in other ways as well and so this is literally like if I'm yeah. being completely honest this has been my favorite week of marriage with you so far <laughs> that's cool besides that no actually even 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 over the honeymoon even over the honeymoon yeah. this has been my favorite 
And so we, we've kind of started to <laughs> to kind of allude into cycles, which mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into into further episodes. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there's a couple. I'm reading Love and Respect and it talks about the crazy cycle and breaking that. And then we kind of talked about what would be the opposite of the crazy cycle. And so we'll uh, we're going to touch on that in a further episode. Yeah. And so this, this has been good. It, it was it's been good to sit down and record again. Yeah. We missed you guys. <laughs> And I think you're you're missing the opportunity to just like talk and talk. I'm a verbal <laughs> processor, so to be able to process this in a way that I know is hopefully going to be encouraging um, to other people, it, it it's her, just my heart is so full right now. It so. gets her very excited. If if you're a listener, you should watch a episode. Um, I think we actually only have one video episode because anyway, if if you're a listener. Keep an eye open for for a video one mm-hmm. because you can just see how much she glows and how excited she gets. <laughs> I'm a when little she's bit talking. of an animated speaker. So, so anyway, thank this, you guys. This, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, and we will uh, we'll see you next week. Yes, we will. Promise. <laughs> yes, we Pinky will. promise. <laughs> Pinky promise. <laughs>